dads, do you want a thriving business that doesn't control you? A passionate marriage and kids that adore you? Do you want to grow deeper in your faith? Be healthier, both physically and mentally? Build more meaningful relationships with your friends? Welcome to the Balanced Business Dad Podcast, where in each episode, we dive into balancing and optimizing the six pillars of life, faith, health, marriage, fatherhood, brotherhood, and business. And here are your hosts, pioneers of the Balanced Business Dad movement, Dustin Hogue and RJ Campbell. What is going on, guys? It is Coach Dustin with another episode of the Balanced Business Dad, and I'm here with my distinguished and seasoned co-host, Mr. RJ Campbell. RJ, how are we doing? Doing great. Life is good. What I love about not having to come up with adjectives every time is just that. I don't have to come up with adjectives every time about you. So distinguish and season. I'm running with it. You hate to go three seconds into a podcast and already have to think. Correct. Yeah. Just roll right in with something that's just a given. We just just pre-record that. Yes. So guys, we have uh, kind of going into the uh, what we have been doing the last couple of weeks is really interviewing guests that fit our pillars, but are also going to be speaking at the September 12th event. So you guys get to kind of know them a little bit before you get to come to the event. This one, I am super, super excited. Now I'm going to warn you, he's a little low energy. So sometimes we have to wake him up a little bit and, you know, so it's We have to give him the energy. No, obviously, I'm just kidding that. I am going to butcher his name, so I'm just going to call him by his first name. But guys, welcome to the show, Alejandro. Oh, he got that one right. Yeah. Yeah. You could even roll the Alejandro. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I cannot. You can roll it on that last name too, brother. (laughs) Yeah. Alejandro, how are you, sir? Welcome to the show. Oh, man, I'm I'm glad to be here. I can't wait to get to the level of distinguished and seasoned. So, but, but I'm, but I'm on, I'm on track. You know, I'm on, I'm on track. Yes. Well, let me let me tell you this. Don't that. wish time away. Yeah. You don't want to wish time away. It's taken me a lot of years to become seasoned. Yes, I was gonna I say, you don't want to be 60 yet. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you with the seasoned advice to don't wish time don't away. Wish that was time very away. seasoned. See, I'm like an old sage. <laughs> so Alejandro, again, welcome to the show. I'm super excited about this, but I want to tell the world. I mean, we met in a, a very unique way that... You thought it was business. I knew it was a Bible study. And next thing you know, our, our paths crossed and it was an amazing, uh, amazing turn of events. But let the the listeners know kind of who you are and what you're about. Yeah. So, you know, first of all, I like to say, because this is that up, that I'm, I'm a, a child of God and a dad to two wonderful kids, Salem Victor, and a son to a wonderful mother. Uh, Marina, right? It it all starts there. And then, you know, from there, I have had the opportunity to work professionally within the leadership development space. I've had a lot of passion and I've worked with thousands now in this point in my career, thousands of leaders, various organizations, typically in the corporate realm, Fortune 500 companies, and have just enjoyed the ride of seeing people explore development in different ways, and whenever I, I'm, I'm a catalyst for that, I like to say that, you know, my mission in life is to positively impact people through empowerment and knowledge. And when I'm a conduit of that, I think that's why God put me on the earth is to do that, to, to transform that energy or, to, or to, to, to help them pick up some of that energy for themselves because sometimes they just don't see it for themselves. So in leadership development, we, in coaching, we get the opportunity to do that. But also have become a real estate investor. <laughs> so I've met people like like, like you and, and RJ. So it's it's been an interesting 
trip through life. And, and that's what it's all about. It's continuous learning and growing and developing relationships. I always say life is a team sport. So the more mm-hmm. that, that, that we develop those relationships, the better we go or the further we go and the better we are. Yeah, I love that. And you've kind of been on the path of really leaning into your faith after some you know, trials and tribulations you can get in if you want to and things like that. But you, you've really leaned on your faith and realized that once you had the possibilities of what God had opened up to you, you're kind of your, your life changed, right? For obviously the better and is continually doing that. So we'd love to hear kind of a little bit more about that and how you found that and how you work on growing your faith. Yeah. You know, the pieces or the piece that I, I really want to focus on is, is your perspective in life. And I'm unapologetic about my faith, about being a Christian, because that's just who I am. Just like people are unapologetic about whatever else they do. I'm unapologetic about my belief and and the way that it influences my life. And, you know, having been a a Christian, I was a Christian for about 15 years, I would say. And around that time and building up to that, there had been some challenges that I experienced within my marriage. I had got married in 2001. So around 15, you know, had been in for a while. And really went through one of the most difficult experiences in my life that, that it was a, a crisis within that relationship that inevitably ended the relationship. Something that mm-hmm. I never thought would happen. And, and that's why I want to call that out, that in life, it's, it's not the experiences that are in the periphery, but it's the experiences that really... Shake your reality. That's when I believe faith really kicks in. It's great, you know. Everybody is says, "Oh, praise God" or "Thank God for this." When everything is going great, when the money's coming in, when everything, it's easy to do that. But it's a whole different thing when your world is falling apart, when you're scared, when you're afraid, when you don't know what's going to happen. I was afraid of losing my family. I mean, I was fear ridden when that was happening because. It was something, first of all, that I never thought could w- would be possible. It wasn't something that I expected. And it shattered my reality of what I thought my relationship was. At that mm. point, I was thinking, man, you know, do I really know this person that I've been married to 15 years? Or there was so much going on. And so I was I was just struck with fear about what I would I, I would do next. And that's why I say though that at that point. Um, in some ways, unfortunately, it caused me to go deeper in my faith to really say, well, what do I believe? And have I been coasting? Because I realized that for several years, I just had been coasting. I hadn't been intentional. I hadn't been thoughtful, strategic, organized about how I was relating with God and to God. Mm. And that gave me an opportunity to really dig into the, into the pain. I remember hearing this one man uh, say, embrace the tears. And, you know, that concept was difficult in the moment, but if you're willing to embrace the tears and trust God through the most difficult things in your life, when it doesn't make sense, when it's painful, when you're wondering if you're a good God, why would you allow this to happen? And maybe some of us have asked ourselves that those questions, but that's, you know, that's the moment when God does his greatest work. 
And when you realize that there's a scripture in James chapter one that says, count it all joy when you fall. Notice it says fall. There's specific, when we read the Bible, we always have to think about why are certain words used? And if you go back to that original Greek, it says, when you fall into various trials, so falls, meaning that sometimes you're walking right along, guys, and you you fall on something that you didn't know was there. Things happen in life. Life is dynamic. You don't know, you and I, we don't know what can happen today, tomorrow, a week from now. We don't know. In life, things are going to happen, good and bad. And that's why he said, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. And then it says, and let patience have its perfect work meaning that there is a work. When I was going through that piece, is my marriage going to survive? Am I going to survive? You know, there were moments where I, I didn't want to be alive because the pain was so intense. And that's the other thing too, guys, that as, as men, sometimes we're used to the physical pain, but we don't know how to deal with the emotional pain. And sometimes I would rather have physical pain sometimes than emotional pain. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's medicine for that. There's medicine for it. I can just tough it up, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But the emotional pain, and what we know too now from research is that it's it can be even more painful than physical pain because it's, it's more absolutely. pervasive. It gets deeper. So yeah. the ability to, to understand that verse and say, wow, that means if I go through a trial, there is an opportunity there for patience to have its perfect work, to build character, to teach, for God to teach you something. It's not that he's the author of it. He may be allowing it. That's the difference. Sometimes God may allow some things in your life so that you can learn something from it. A lot of times it's it's caused by you, <laughs> but but you can learn something from it. And, 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 yeah, a lot a lot of our life is self inflicted wounds. Like let, let's not get it twisted. But the <laughs> opportunity is you can get to grow in your faith when you go through that. And I know we'll, we'll talk about measuring, but I can tell you that if you embrace the tears and walk with God through that, your faith will grow because He will show you things. But it's about the mindset and the heart to say. God, I'm going to trust you to the through this, and I'm going to lean into you through it, even though I'm tempted to do other things to alleviate the pain. Wow. So there is something you just said right there. So with the Balanced Business Dad, you know, we're, the goal is to have a lot of things. One of those things is through the pillar of faith, and it's to grow deeper in your faith, which there's a lot of tangible I can put on the other pillars, right? I have a thriving business, that kind of thing. But grow deeper in your faith. We were actually working on some things yesterday, and it's it's subjective, right? And it's how, what are the mechanics of growing in your faith? I know I want a stronger faith. And then the seasoned guy over here is like, well, what does that mean? And <laughs> I couldn't answer that because I just know I want it, right? I want more and more. I want a stronger and stronger and stronger faith. There is no end to it. But how do we grow deeper in your faith? And I think you just said it there. It's by walking with God through these troubles and these falls. So what other mechanics can we do to help grow in our faith? That's a that's a great point to explore because I believe that a lot of times we lose track when when we go here because most of us understand some components of business. I always like to say hmm. if it, if it's not in your chart, 
is not in your heart. <laughs> it, 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 we measure what we treasure. <laughs> you know, all these little yeah. things that, that we have, which is true because we, we want to measure. And, and I believe that God has given us those things so that we can see progress and success. When it comes to the spiritual things, though, I believe that the first thing that has to happen, though, is that you have to come to a place of what I call brokenness and mm. realize and acknowledge that you, with your own resources and your own strength, are total, you're totally helpless. That's a hard thing, I, I believe, also for a lot of men because of, of a lot of who we are and, and because of the fall. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're hunters. We're, 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 we're the ones that go out and, 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 and we eat what we kill. But the danger is, even the societal pressures, is that we have this case of I got this itis. Mm. I got mm-hmm. this itis. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. and, and, and it's taking out it's taking out it's taking out a lot of us by the thousands because we're thinking that we can rely on our business acumen, our education, our sexual prowess, our, our looks, our everything, the alpha, whatever, the masculinity, all these things to conquer. And when it comes to the spiritual realm, God, you know, Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. So it says you have to be connected to the vine. So the way to grow your faith, it first starts out with acknowledging that in and of myself, I can do nothing. So I would say one of the first things you can measure is uh, how, how, how confident are you in your ability when God is not in the picture? Because that's a danger, right? Wow. When you're not seeking God, when you're starting to make decisions, when you're just saying, oh, I can do that. When you're making decisions and you're not going to God, you're not spending time with God, you're not going to the word of God to get insight. I would say that's a way to measure <laughs> that, you know what? Now, you're not growing in faith because you're trusting in your own resources, your network, your ability, your experience. Mm-hmm. And everything must begin with, am I consulting God first through prayer and going to the word, which is the Bible. And then maybe even wise counsel, people that you have around you that, that know that spiritually. That's going to be one of the first things that, that, that you're going to have to, to consider. And that's a way to measure. That's definitely a way to measure. Well, I love that. You know, wow. so when I, I think of the word faith, and we've been talking a lot about this, why we're putting up some curriculum for, again, the September event, and then the retreat we're doing after that, it's, you know, in my... When I hear the word faith, immediately, of course, it's it's faith in my God. It's faith in God. I'm a Christian. It's faith in Jesus Christ dying for me. Then I go another step down, and it's, it is faith in myself a little bit to make sure that I'm going to do the work. But it's so interesting how you just said that. I have zero faith in myself without God. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I know I am absolutely. There is no faith I got in myself without him. Right. So that's that's such a great way of putting that. And then, you know, by us, I got it. Itis, by the way, I love that. Um, you know, I believe God puts people or allows people to come into our life where we don't have to do things alone. He's there. And then he also puts other help there, which, again, goes back to the, the council. So I love how this all fits in to what the balanced business that is doing, because without God, without the faith in God, without the faith in the others he gives us to have in God, we're nothing. It's so 100%. interesting. I, uh, I'm going to read this. 
it's on my watch, so I apologize. I'm looking down. But my son just started first grade, and he goes to uh, a Lutheran school here in St. Charles, and they do memory verses, which 30 years ago in a Lutheran school, I did memory verses, right? So, um, But his this week is faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Hebrews 2, uh, verse 1, I guess. 11. Yeah. And I was like, amazing. Well, it, you're you're hitting it right right on on the on the button there. That once we realize what the power source is, then you know in the book of Daniel, there's a verse there that I love. I think it's, it's Daniel nine. I mean, I, but what it says is, those that know their God shall do exploits or shall take action in other versions. But the key is when you know your God, because when you know your God, then you have direction, you have the understanding. But at that point, the other piece is, are you stepping out in faith? Because if faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, you have to remember that sometimes you're going to have to take some action, believing and trusting God. And some of the things you may not be qualified to do. And if yeah. God is, is your source, then he will provide the way. They always say where, where God gives vision he will give provision. So he will provide the way for you. But that's another piece I would say in measuring is what are you doing? You know, there's a lot of people, and we know this in real estate, we all go to the the, the, the meetups and all of the real estate meetings. And you talk to some people, some people are their professional meeting goers. They just go to the meetings. I think they just like the, it's the, that's a lot of energy, right? The meetings are cool. Cause you get motivated. It, it's fun. They have pizza, you know, they have all that stuff's going on. But then you ask them, you know, three months later. So, you know, have you got any deals? Nah, you know, I'm just, I'm waiting for the right one. Right. Or something like that. And I think it's, it's they're like, entrepreneurs. They're entrepreneurs. I like that. That's right. Um, yeah, like, like the studio gangster, right. For, for rap music. Same thing. I think in faith is if you're walking with God, God's going to call you to do certain things. And it doesn't mean that you're going to start a business and you're going to, it may be that you're going to share your faith with somebody at work. It may be that you're going to lead prayer for the guys at work. It may be something like that. It may be that you're going to lead your family in a devotion that day. Right? It may be that that, that, that you're going to lead your family, period, right? That's where the connection to to God is, is because the more time you spend with him, it's just like we know this, guys, from being in masterminds and in coaching groups. When you get around people that are focused on accomplishing something, and when you get around people who have accomplished, then some of that will rub off on you. And if you spend time with God, you know, when Moses went up, when we read in the the Old Testament book, you know, Deuteronomy, we we look at the book of of Exodus, but when, when Moses was spending time with God, it says that he came back and he, he was glowing that he, he was glowing so much that he had to put a, a veil because it was it was too bright, people couldn't like look at him. So <laughs> the picture that we get there is when you spend time with God, you change. In the book of Acts, chapter four, verse thirteen, it says that it says when the elders there in 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 Jerusalem, it says when they saw that the disciples, specifically that Peter, John, it says when they saw that they were common men, and they saw what they had been doing, it says they marveled. And they realized 
that they had been with Jesus. Because they were thinking, how could these common dudes, right, these regular business guys or whatever, how could they be doing all of this? And it says they marveled, it says, and they realized they had been with Jesus. So that's why we're saying, hey, who, where are you spending your time? That's another piece of, of measuring is, is how much word intake, right? We have so much intake of things, TV, uh, TikTok, social media, books, whatever. I always say, what is your intake of the word of God or God's things? Are you measuring that? Because that's what's going to be salient. That's what's going to be available. There's something called availability bias. Marketers know this, and that's why they flood you, just as we're doing with this Balanced Business Dad Conference. We're going to flood you with content because the availability bias works in this way. When you make a decision, typically whatever's most available to you in your mindset, that's that will influence the decision-making because the brain likes the path of least resistance. So what's most easily available is what I'm going to use. So whatever I can provide that makes it available, that's why scripture memory, as you mentioned, why is that important? Because now that becomes available. Now that's floating up there in my mind. And as a result, that will influence my behavior. So I have to say, what's your measurement of Bible intake, of the word of God, of 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 hearing messages that are aligned with the word of God, because that's going to make an influence or that's going to make a difference as to how you behave and the things you do, similar to how you look at your goals and your business and everything else. Wow. Boo. Again, yeah, guys, this is why we said that Alejandro is kind yeah. of low on energy. <laughs> I apologize for that. I'm sorry, man. You know, I wish I could no, muster up dude. more. You know? <laughs> this is what it's about. This is why, and literally, I have to tell that Dustin hinted to this at the beginning. I think it's just it's classic how God puts people in your lives. So Alejandro has another mutual friend, Todd, Todd Baxter. And Todd recommended that Alejandro join us mm-hmm. on Thursday mornings for what he thought was a bunch of real estate <laughs> dorks getting together to talk business. <laughs> but Thursday morning, or I'm sorry, Wednesday mornings, that's our Bible, it was a Bible study that Dustin yeah. started. So Alejandro comes in expecting us to be talking about real estate and literally becomes, I mean, at least, especially to me, a spiritual leader in my life. Just got yeah. just a beautiful gift for the word. And it's just amazing how this came in. And he's like, well, this is way better than real estate. Let's just, <laughs> let's just dig into the word. <laughs> and it's funny and so, because, yeah. you know, you all have more real estate experience than me. So when I was coming in, you know, I was thinking, man, I hope I can hang. Uh, <laughs> So, and it's funny that that, that it, it worked out differently, right? Because I'm like, oh man, shoot, like this is about the Bible. Oh man, I'm like ready to dig in. Man. I got this. I'm in. I think I can. Which you know, that's way. really funny. There, I think, and that this is a much different episode, but right there was why you push through imposter syndrome. Right. Yeah. You would have, you would have questioned, do I want to go to this meeting? There's a bunch of guys that own a lot of real estate, whatever yeah. that means. And thinking, hey, am I really going to fit in? I'm the imposter in the group. Yeah. So you push mm-hmm. through that and look That's what true. happens. Yeah. We end up That's being right. the imposters. Right. This is so <laughs> yeah, true. Because, because Dustin, you know, Todd really built, you know, you know, Dustin, you know, I remember, you know, Justin, Justin <laughs> had 50 real, real properties and, you know, Dustin worked with really house. And I'm like, oh man, really? Like, wow. Okay. <laughs> They were like, he definitely edified uh, the group. <laughs> yeah, well, that's well. I'm I'm so glad Todd did that, and uh, yeah, you you pushed through that because I know my life has changed for the better because of it. Mine too, uh, guys. Again, we apologize the low energy today, but 
if you really want a taste of this energy, you know, he, he gave us a glimpse of what we're going to talk about, but how faith is so important and how we have to lean on it for all the other aspects that we have in life, for our marriage, for our health even, right? Our health, our marriage, being a father, uh, obviously that comes in there big, but being a friend, but especially in our business, right? We have to lean on that. We have to realize we have faith in ourselves because of God and to push through there. So guys, get your ticket. I think this is probably, we're about a week away right now. Dadupevent.com, September 12th. You do not want to miss this. Um, It's going to be full of speakers uh, with not as much energy as Alejandro, but uh, (laughs) great speakers. Um, And we look forward to seeing everybody there. Again, grab your tickets, dadupevent.com. You can also always, always join us on Facebook at our Balanced Business Dad Facebook group. Which you can join that at dadupgroup.com. Uh, just go to that, click the link, join the group, and uh, yeah, let's do life together. Because, like Alejandro said, we can't do this alone. Can't and God alone. gives other people in our lives. So, love it. Thank you so much for joining us today. Pleasure, guys. Looking forward to, to meeting more of the, of the dads at the event.